So there's a show that started in 2006 and ran until uh, 2013 that had a total of 96 episodes, and that's called Dexter, and that's what we're talking about on this episode of Popular Fanatics. It's time to cook white, see some blue. Finny, Jacob, Matt, Seclos, Kelly, it's true. The cat in the wall, eh? I'm gonna call him Stampy like 60s Batman. Holy catchphrase, we're campy. We've arrested our development, maybe in cutoffs. We're uncanny Wolverine to your Cyclops. Our shots are one in a million, but you know we don't get cocky. Chunk, no Captain Chunk, the Leo, Don, Rap, and Mikey. We'll jungle fill a pinky to your brain. Brian to your Stewie, now it's time for the refrain. It's time to find out what makes it tick. We're popular fanatics, oh yeah. Welcome to Popular Fanatics, all you uh, pop fan maniacs, we'll say. How's it going, man? It's going great. Good. How are you, Chad? I'm good. I feel a little under the weather, just yeah. a slight bit. Yeah. Uh, from, you know, the the uh, the effects of maybe having a beverage or two the evening before. So, Plus, but anyway, just we're here. Being up past ten anymore. <laughs> that was rough. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's really it's, they don't they don't tell you enough that after you hit the thirty barrier, mm-hmm. um, staying up past like ten o'clock at night is uh, is not advisable. Yeah, so. it's you can pay for it the next day. Yeah, and today's the next day. It is I'm the next paying. day. It's a rainy, yet relaxing day. Yeah, kind of like these rainy days. Yeah, sometimes. little Indiana Jones mm-hmm. on the TV. Yes. So, um, but it gets me in the mood to talk about a show that ended about a year ago. That Chad finally watched the last episode of. Now, which, yeah. how long? When did you started watching Dexter along? Because my, I, yeah. I started watching it. Gosh, probably when I started dating Stephanie about four years ago and just mm-hmm. burned through it all. But you started from the beginning, didn't you? Uh, I was never current. I think. Um, well, Stephanie is the one who also got me watching it, um, and I think I got in danger of actually catching up to where I would be watching the current season. But uh, I got lazy and didn't and. A couple years went by where I just well I'll tell you what happened. Greg tell Casey. me what happened. I'll tell, tell you me what, what happened. happened. This Casey. is we're just laying all our cards out on we the are. table. They're today. they're laid out. Um, a little show called Breaking Bad happened, uh, and uh, <laughs> Walter White getting that one in early in the podcast. Yeah, the contractual uh, mentioning of uh, of Breaking Bad. Pay us, Vince Gilligan. Uh, yeah, pay us, please, and come on the show. Um, so that happened. And I don't know, life life happened. Yeah. Life happened. So I took a little break from Dexter, but uh, here recently I started back, back up again. I burned through the last three seasons and um, just recently within the last week watched, you know, finished it up, watched the last episode. And I thought it's high time we talk about Dexter. And it's a rainy day. It's mm-hmm. a sad day. It's yeah. a depressing day, which I think unfortunately would probably reflect yes. how we feel about Absolutely. this Absolutely. Little particular piece of television yeah. history. Now, as always, spoilers. We're going to talk all the way up through the end credits of, and in that much detail. So this is from, De- this is Dexter Group Therapy. Yeah, you know, from the very first come episode. Here, if you're like, should I think about watching this show? Yes, yes. you should. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. Go out. Experience it for yourself. Um, turn off the podcast if you don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. Go watch all eight. Actually, leave it running seasons. but low, just so yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you need you need to stay in the habit of listening to us. Yeah, but um, but anyway. So now, spoilers. Yeah. Um, the, the, there, the, it will be spoiled. Yeah, like a gallon of milk set out overnight, it's gonna be spoiled. So, do we want to uh, mm-hmm. introduce our special guest? Who do we time? have? What? We, oh, I forgot. He's being so quiet. Like I told him. To. I know exactly, and he's averting our gaze. Yes. So, as he was instructed, you're not gaze. allowed to look directly in our eyes. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, let's do that. Uh, we have a we have a friend here in town, and he happens to uh, be a Dexter fan as well. So, we thought this would be perfect to have him on. You know him. You love him. He's the one and only Matt Seaton. Can I talk now? You can talk now. You can talk now. <laughs> hey. How's it going? Uh, it's good. Good. It's well. Now, Seton, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but there was a web series based loosely around your existence. Is this correct? 
Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Great. Tell us, tell us. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about your virtual life, Seton? <laughs> yeah, tell us a little bit about this. I don't have a virtual life. I just found out what Vine is. You did. Um, yeah, so there's a web series that's uh, called 21 Days of Seton mm. at 21daysofseton.com. You should go. You should go and check it out, and you, you should, should see somebody who kind of approximates Seton saying things that he said in web series form, and mm-hmm. it's very entertaining. That's well That's well said, Greg. Well, yeah. yeah, that's a good summarization. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's just good times. Um, and I actually appear uh, in a cameo in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's my acting debut. It's good times. Speaking of appearing and speaking of Greg, uh, in the first episode, you can catch a little glimpse of uh, Greg Casey. Yeah, I'm in there. Mm-hmm. So if, uh, you, if you have just been listening to this podcast for the past 40-some episodes or however many that I've been on, and you've been thinking, this is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. I love this podcast, but I want to know, what does this strange man look like in video form? You yeah. can find it on the first episode of 21 Days of Seton, now, which you can binge watch you can. far faster mm-hmm. than you could Dexter or Breaking Bad. That's correct. It'll, it'll only take you a little over four hours. Yeah. But it's all free, and it's there for your consumption. Yeah. Now, you will have to use your imagination and paint a little bit of a... Um, imagination beard on Greg because he did not have it in the first episode and he does now of course and I think it's I think it's here to stay we all hope it's here to stay I hope it's here to stay so the decision will be made in the next 24 hours okay so uh, oh that's right because you yeah so if you want to keep my beard make your donations to savegregsbeard.com yeah yeah if you would like Greg's beard to stay press one (laughs) if you'd like Greg to shave his beard press two Please enter your choices now. Or just tweet us. Beep. Yeah, people are like, uh, is yeah, it on my phone? It's, it's, how do I? It's, it's, you just, do just I, tweet us at all be free. Is it on my or iPod? At, yeah. Do I do it on iTunes? We've really confused a lot yeah. of people out there. So anyway, uh, Seton, why don't you, um, in, <laughs> as concise, in concise, as concise a way as possible, kind of give a general description for the conceit behind Ooh. Dexter. Ooh, using the big words, conceit. I just got confused. Yeah. Um, the what behind Dexter? <laughs> I'm so confused. What? What? What is? What's the show? Okay, the show Dexter. This uh, is our expert, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Sorry, I am just <laughs> off my game today uh, for a lot of reasons. He's wearing a shirt that says "Lost," and <laughs> I, I think maybe I think we I'm all fitting right into that crowd. Know the answer Possibly. to that question. Yes. Um, so Dexter is about a serial killer who has been. Uh, socialized uh, to uh, maintain relationships um, by his father. and But he nav- learns how to navigate uh, the police world so that he can continue to feed his urge. Is that a good way to describe that? Yeah. Uh, his dark passenger. His dark passenger. Uh, and kill people and not get caught. And he also works for the police department as a blood spatter analysis. And that's kind of the baseline of the show, and then you can just imagine all the things that happen because hilarity ensues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a dark show. It's a, I mean, obviously it's a dark show, uh, and there's a theme of like darkness that runs through it. Coincidentally, I've got a nice little quote in front of me. Oh, look at this! By Dexter Morgan. He's done more research than we have. Yeah, I've lived in darkness a long time. Over the years, my eyes adjusted until the dark became my world, and I could see. So there you go. Pulling out the quotes. Is that true for the show? Do you feel like, do we watch Dexter? Maybe this is too much to be talking about right away, but do we see Dexter evolve in the show, like adjusting more? Yes, and I think that it is part of what really upset me about how the show matriculated on. Because I think in the beginning, the the you know, theme of it was really interesting because here's this person who is a sociopath. He was a murderer. He's a violent psychopath who had been conditioned to channel it, killing bad people. So, you know, it was kind of interesting in a lot of ways. You know, it's not something you'd ever really seen before. You get this, you know, these really bad people get their comeuppance from Dexter. Is he going to get caught? What's the morality of what he's going to do? And then as the show goes on, it, you know, because in the beginning... While he's your anti, he's your hero. He's clearly 
wrong, right? I mean, we have, you know, there's some moral ambiguity to it, but, you know, there's these ideas of rule of law and people require justice. And I guess, you know, Dexter was getting the people who hadn't been caught by justice. But through he kind of becomes in later seasons like this crime-avenging superhero. And then all of a sudden they decide that, wait a minute, he's not really a psychopath because he does have feelings and he has, is capable of empathy and love and care. And he kind of becomes this hero and the, the ambiguity is kind of gone. And the people, the creators are kind of expecting you to root for him um, in a more, uh, in a clearer way than you were in the beginning. So that was kind of, so yeah, I think he completely evolved, but I think, I think what would have been interesting is, um, you know, if he had come to some kind of realization or have had to come to had to come to terms with what he'd done, because mm-hmm. he kills lots and lots of people. You know, what would have been right. interesting if he, you know, killed someone who was innocent and he right. had to deal with that, right. or deal with the fact that he completely <clears throat> wrecked his family is you know, the only family he had Deb's life with his actions. So, mm-hmm. well, I think. Uh... The storytelling in Dexter, I thought, was so good because they somehow got you. Because you're right, because you're you have this. I mean, it's a serial killer. I mean, you dress him up how you want, but at the end of the day, this man is a serial killer and he's out there killing people. But they are somehow able to convince you that you should be rooting for this character who's doing these things. Yep. And you do. You find yourself just say, you know, hoping that Dexter doesn't get caught so he can continue to perpetuate this. Uh, that's the existence that he's etched out for himself. Yeah. Now, Which is good storytelling. Yeah. It's hard for me to really remember watching the first season, not having knowledge of, you know, how he arcs basically. But it seems to me, I remember completely rooting for him from the first season on, you know, and it, you kind of compare it to uh, people who rooted for Walter White again, Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad. Um, or Tony Soprano. Or Tony, exactly. Um, yeah, The Sopranos. Uh, I never stopped rooting for Walter White, you know, yeah. some people, but he was, he was terrible. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in the same way, I was always rooting for yeah. Dexter because, yeah. I mean, that's his world and if it came apart, if people found out about him, then what would happen to the show? It would completely change. Yeah. But, yeah I, th- I think they could have you know what what i would have liked to have seen is when they knew they were getting towards the end is you know what would have happened in a world where dexter's found out where he's truly on the run where he has to come to because there's you know people don't really find out i mean the ending we want to talk about the ending we probably want to save that for a little bit earlier but there's never really this or a little bit later but there's never really this moment where people have to come to grips with especially the the comically inept Miami Metro Police Department of here was the most prolific serial killer in human history working in our office and we didn't find him. What what the hell? What happened? Um, he's just that good. He's just that good. And instead, you know, it kind of just skates by. And I would I thought it would have been interesting to see how would Dexter react to that. We kind of got it with Deb. But then Deb, in the beginning, you know, Clearly, when she finds out about what he is and what he does, upset, angry, suicidal, ready to kill Dexter, and then all of a sudden just flip, okay. flips a switch. Yeah. Oh, he's my brother. <clears throat> he's great. I'm going to hang out with Hannah McKay, who's also mm-hmm. a serial killer. <laughs> and I think that was kind of a tribute to bad writing. But in the beginning, it was so good. Yeah, I agree. First, second, third season. I mean, man, it was it was really good. It hit home. It's almost like Dexter is... Uh, I mean, it's like the equivalent of the Clark Kent Superman. I yeah. mean, he's putting on the glasses and everyone's just totally fooled. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but he's out there. You know, first, but not Dokes. In the first season, Dokes. Yeah, he, he was does, on to him. He does. Yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he's just wearing those glasses. So was, yeah, right. Was was on to him in the uh, seventh season. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and they couldn't keep doing that. I actually read an article about a couple of the, of the writers um, and they, they thought about doing that in the last season everyone finding out yeah we're like well we uh, we already right. hit on that with dokes we hit on that again with Guerta, uh la Guerta, la Guerta, la my passion la, la passion la passion um <laughs> so it kind of felt you know it, it's Ango. been done before <laughs> uh so that's why they they didn't but um 
screw it. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about the last episode already. Okay, let's do it because let's, it's, let's, it's germane to set this, it up. Set it's it up. germane. It's germane. Um, You're gonna pre- prematurely shoot your watch. <laughs> I'm only gonna talk about one part of the last episode, and that's where they're watching the um, interrogation footage, or not even interrogation. Uh, Dexter was with um, the brain surgeon. Oh yeah. See, I even forgot. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Um, where he was just gonna get. I think a DNA sample or something like this. Yeah. And he uh, stabs the guy in the neck with a, a bick, with a pen, basically. Yeah. And then um, uh, Angel and Quinn are watching this security camera footage. And you can tell because Quinn also was kind of on to him. Quinn, Quinn knew. Yeah. And it's yeah. like he Quinn forgot. knew. And then, well, he, he, Deborah, it's, you know, he's yeah. like, ah, oh, Deborah. Deb. Deb. It's Deb. It's Deb. It's Deb. Hey, hey Deb. Hey, Deb. 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 It's okay. Now, Angel, he he was like, so walk walk me through this, Dexter. I don't know. I can't do it. Have a talk, good. I, no, I, I, I love, I love his no, voice. I love his voice. No, I, I, love his voice. I, I think you should do the podcast. Oh, uh, uh, I will now. That needs to happen now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, walk me through this. And he, he told him, and then you can kind of see him processing it, and he's, okay, obviously self-defense, you know, and... But he, he saw something there because he acted with this precision. He found that vein in his neck. and um, So that's kind of, I think, without everyone in the station finding out just how awesome of a serial killer Dexter is, they, that's their kind of realizing that he's... Do you think they all just knew? <laughs> they just all knew, and they're just like, no, no. Yeah, let, me, let me let me let me. That's pose just Dexter. This. He's our our, our yeah. local serial killer. No. Let me pose this to you. On a scale from one to ten, how comfortable would you feel walking the streets of Miami if the television version of Miami Metro was the real police department? Woof. No, I at would all. be walking around with a freaking flak jacket everywhere I went. <laughs> that is the worst department ever. Yeah, they have like eighty. They have like. 10 detectives period and they all go to every case <laughs> there's got to be 500 murders in miami every year but that yet they send 10 detectives to every case yeah and they never figure this stuff out and they're so unanept that when dexter comes on the crime scene he still has to show his badge to the guy who lifts up the police tape every single time it's the same like, oh, guys you, you work okay come on in yeah, it's a short terrible. memory. I, I want to see a mashup video of all the times Dexter, you know, shows his badge to the guy holding the police tape or by the police tape to right. lift it up for him. Okay. Oh, you work with? Uh, okay, yeah, you, you're good. Come on. <laughs> Who is of Dexter's kills? Okay, this can be main kills. This could be side kills. Who's your favorite? Which one was your favorite? Favorite kill? Yeah, you're just your favorite. The the character or the kill? Oh, what, whatever okay. you know, either. The character was really interesting, or the manner in which Dexter got him was real interesting. Hmm, that's that's a hard question. I'm trying to. Th- I can't answer it myself. I'm yeah, trying to think about it because I'm a lot more. Uh, well, I'm fresher on the last three seasons. Trinity, ones... I think, was a top a top one. Uh, what's that? He what's was his John name? Lithgow. John Lithgow. Uh, having to see his butt. Could have done without that. Yeah, we didn't want to see that. That was just such a sad season. That's yeah. third rock from the sun. Rita, but, Rita yeah. when Rita died, a, a little bit of me died when yeah. I saw Rita dead. Yeah. That was tough. Oh, man. That was tough. I had something for her. Ooh. Really? Man. She's her voice, cute. man. Oh, she's hot. Ooh. Dexter. Oh, and she clearly got a boob job. Well, you notice the, yeah. uh, how she was never shown naked. They always shot around. Oh, I know. Until the last season that she was on, and she's like, "Okay, no, go ahead." Yeah, no, she got she got the body in shape, ready mm-hmm. to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm okay with it now. You can just show whatever you want. Because I was like, you know, here's here's another love scene. What <laughs> they're showing things now? What? Anyway, that's neither here nor Rita. We love you. Come on the podcast. Now, what's um, interesting mm-hmm. since we're talking about Rita was in the first season how Dexter and Rita were the perfect couple because she had been. What I guess physically been, abused in yeah, the previous yeah, relationship, she was an abusive relationship. So she didn't want a physical relationship, and Dexter was fine with that because he didn't He's enjoy sex. Yeah. He may have even been a virgin. I don't know if the character was a virgin at that point or not because he really had no interest in. I don't think he was. I no, think it's kind of he had had sex. Ace, he, he yeah, had, but he's kind of like asexual. I guess that's how he figured out he didn't like it or something. He just the no connection there. Yeah. And, well, because every time they had sex and the woman, because he was, I remember him. Uh, 
processing everything because once a woman realizes that she couldn't get close to him emotionally is when they would freak out and leave him. Right. And that's what made her such a great uh, girlfriend because she wasn't emotionally available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's just perfect for him. But then that changes. But then it changes and they do start getting it on and he actually does start to enjoy it. And that's, I think, kind of the where his growth kind of starts. Mm-hmm. And I think Aster and Cody kind of helped that. He started to actually care about them and da 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 yeah. So when she did get the axe, how broken up do you think he really was, if any? Well, if you go by what he said in the beginning of the series, he would have just been kind of annoyed. Right. Because here's that, his cover story that's yeah. now... So, you know, he yeah. could probably, you know, he could, he could recognize, I don't think he would feel the loss deeply, but he would recognize that he would be, I think he'd be angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's um, about it. But, uh, but you know, where they, they created the growth in his character, I think he probably did feel something. Yeah. It just seems like Dexter only had the one emotion and that was anger. Yeah. Cause, and then, and that's what usually when he made his mistakes too, cause there's a few other times in other seasons where he would just get angry. And well, anger and just... and euphoric pleasure, which he felt during the kill and after the kill, right? So yeah. he had that emotion too. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, um, I think Michael C. Hall getting it done in the acting department. Right, he mailed in a few episodes clearly towards the end, but uh, but he just he really this was a, a really amazing performance. I think he won a few Emmys. I think yeah, he did. Deserved. Uh, actually, the show. I looked it up. They won two Golden Globes and another 39, plus 162 nominations. So wow. someone saw them doing something right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think his uh, more traumatizing, uh, sticking on um, Rita, Rita's death was his son sitting in the pool of blood, much like he. Yeah. And he kind of like, oh, great, he's messed up now. Just like I was, except Harrison was younger, I think, than when Dexter when yeah. it happened to Dexter. But yeah, I think that's what he was really concerned about. How about um, Dexter being able to afford a live-in nanny on, and then <laughs> and about a smoking hot live-in oh. nanny? I mean, come on, talk I mean, about really, La Passion. There's La Passion. Passion right she there. was, mm. and then who was the neat? No daughter of. His boss is living. Was it his daughter? Sister. 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 And, oh, yeah. That is just. That's wrong. Yeah. But right in so many ways. So many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going to rank the seasons, just generally, I mean, I know we've all seen them for various bits of time. But give me your, your top three best seasons of Dexter. <clears throat> That is tough, but I do think uh, the Trinity Killer was was one of my favorite seasons. Me too. I think the second season was probably the best. Second where they're looking for the Bay Harbor Butcher, Bay where Harbor they Butcher. where they discover right. his his stash, his secret stash. Yeah, and uh, I thought that, and then Lundy comes in, and uh, you know the Dokes stuff, and mm-hmm. Dokes gets blown blown to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was good. Yeah. And then I think season one was really just an excellent season of television. Season one seemed to be possibly the the bloodiest. I think it's just because how they drained the blood. Yeah. Out, oh, know, yeah. Upside down, and here's just all this blood coming out. I was like, this is a really bloody show when I was first watching it. And, and from Seton, who doesn't really enjoy uh, watching violent things. Yeah, I don't like violence at all. I'm actually, I'm I'm uh, a, a pacifist. I'm going to put my cards on the table. So and That's what we do here. So it's actually pretty weird for me to like the show, being a pacifist, uh, but then watching a show about a serial killer and at points actually cheering for him. Yeah. It was really controversial in uh, in the the media for a while. Uh, I remember when they, um, you know, because it was kind of ensconced in this safe place to do crazy things in Showtime, but CBS brought it. I remember to, that. I remember that. To late night, they did edited versions of it, and that was a yeah. They wow. They, and I don't know how long they did it, but that not long really really long. created a backlash. Yeah. Uh, and it didn't work. I mean, if you if you want to watch Dexter, you got to watch Dexter. You got to watch Dexter. And yeah. then, even though granted that was before the time of everything's online and and such, 
but I appreciated the show. I mean, even in edited Dexter, you're not going to miss a lot of the violence. Like, there isn't a lot of violence in this show. No, it's a lot of emotional uh, kind yeah, of violence. Yeah, when it gets time for him to actually do away with his victims and cut them up, you don't see that. I appreciate that. Like, I felt yeah. like that show mm-hmm. was able to take a very violent topic, but without making it gory and bloody unnecessarily. They went opposite The Walking Dead way, where yeah. The Walking Dead revels in the gore yeah, and the blood and the disgusting. That, which is what uh, I hate. Dexter, I think, was very selectively showed its blood and And I horror. thought that was smart. I, I agree. Um, it makes it because if you do it too much, it doesn't become. It's not shocking, and it's not effective. Right, right, and it just loses its value altogether. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I agree with you all about uh, seasons. I mean, one, two, three were some of the best seasons of the entire show. Uh, I liked. I think it's the season uh, before the last um, season seven. Yeah, the. Um what was that murderer called? Uh, T.D. Kit? No. Uh, yeah. The... Oh, man. Was he the, the motivational speaker? No, no. Seven. That was the Tableau season. Yeah. <laughs> tableau. I think they called him T.D.K., but I can't remember yeah, what Yeah, I think it was I thought that was six. No. No? Seven? Seven. I think. I'm looking it up right now, my friend. Colin, Colin Hanks. The Colin sweet Hanks. Colin yeah, Hanks. Colin yeah. Hanks in there. I liked it just because it really picked up on... Uh, on the religious aspect of Dexter, which it's it's there. Um, I notice it because I study theology, and so every time I hear something about, you know, God or church, my, my ears prick up, and I'm pretty excited by it. And so there is this this kind of this, in almost a debate that's happening throughout the entire show of Dexter as if God exists, is God working for or against Dexter? There's just these moments where... Uh, you just see it because um, it almost at some points it feels like the show is trying to make an argument that Dexter is kind of like uh, the left hand of God or Heavenly something. Heavenly like retribution. That. Yeah, yeah. And is and is well, and it's it, clearly the table's clearly an altar, right? Oh He's yeah, making a sacrifice. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think in the book because it's based on a series of books. Um, I downloaded the first one. I never finished it, but it kind of hues really close to the first season of Dexter. But in later seasons, it re- the books and the series really diverged. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a heavy religious component to it that okay. where uh, Dexter's act, the Dark Passenger, is actually a physical demon. Oh, really? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a name Moloch or something like that. Okay, and uh, it gets kind of weird that way. It is it is season six. That's the uh, oh, it is the tableau with Edward James almost. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, yeah because I, just, Deb, I just love him. He's, he's such a great. Good actor. Yeah, Deb and discovers then, his secret at the end of yeah, that season. yeah, and that was so. When they ended it with that, it was that was pretty great. Yeah, how is he gonna? I was freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So let's talk about the ending. Okay. Um. So. Let me just paint this for you, pop fans. We all know because you heeded the spoiler warning, so we're all family in this. Um, <laughs> Going to get to this together. Dexter goes out on the ship to throw Deb's body out. Miraculously, he's able to walk into the the hospital and take her. Well, I do, I do think the the uh, hurricane angle was a saving grace. It is. I mean, yeah. they were running around absolutely crazy because of it, and that's really the only yeah. And then that could have uh, happened. And then we flash forward to a certain period of time where Dexter has become Paul Bunyan <laughs> in the Northwest. Well, okay, can we can we first talk about him dumping her in the water like he did all of his victims? Oh, yeah. Why do we think that was necessary for him? Why why would he not want her to be properly buried in a place where other loved ones could go and you know, visit a gravesite and so forth. Why is? Do you think he went to his spot in the ocean? Do you think he's yeah, dumping abso- her? Absolutely. So she's lying absolutely. on other bodies. Why basically. would he do that? Because it's his kill. I th- I think he takes it as his kill. I think. I guess my running idea or theory is that why well, even takes the boat into the damn hurricane? I mean. It's still confusing to me, but it seems like I think he felt responsible for her death. Well, yeah, he's like, completely and, 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 I mean, responsible for her and for death. everything, and so and so he's kind of like ending it. He's like he's like accepting responsibility for that. 
uh, which is something I think he kept ignoring or not accepting. And then he accepts it by putting her body uh, with the rest of the bodies. And then he goes but off he into ac- the hurricane. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying there, but I think if he had accepted respect, he would have turned himself in. He'd have said, hey, that's, look, that's not I, did, I did all that. I know, it's, but it's, un- yeah. Well, see, that would, it's, it's all about protecting, I think at this point, since Deborah's gone, is protecting his son from becoming messed up. Uh, I so guess you're if, right. If he had come forward, then he would always know, oh, yeah, not only did was, my dad abandon me, but he was also a serial killer. He was also the Bay Harbor butcher. Right. Yeah, you're right. That and, makes and sense so many when you put it butchers. in that context. Um, and that's the whole reason why, you know, him going out into the ocean in the hurricane is to protect um, Hannah and Harrison from him, Yeah, yeah basically. And... And do I you, thought that would have been a great ending. Do you think ending. Harrison's going to be okay? Being, because now he's going to be raised by a serial killer. <laughs> She's... Okay, so she does... Yeah, how she okay is a serial killer because she has killed serial, serially. But she did it for a much different reason, I think, most serial killers. She killed people who were in her way. <laughs> she's like serial killer light. Yeah, but she didn't go out and <laughs> she's like... She's so cute! Yeah, she's just a She dog. really is. She's mm, hot. I yeah. like your other serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's no Eileen Wuornos, you know. She's it's true. She's a lot. Yeah, she's a lot cuter than that. Um, and another little minor thing is when we go back to the station and and Batista gets the call about you know oh, Dexter Morgan. He he was uh, involved in a. I would have thought it would have been like, hey, someone stole Deborah. She's now missing. That never got you know yeah. brought up. Yeah, they, they skipped. They skipped right over. Yeah, it's just they didn't really want to do with it. I guess we're at the end, folks. Let's just wrap this shit up. <laughs> we're done. Yeah, it's, I yeah. think that, and you know, we talked about it before we started recording. When you mentioned that article about a spinoff, I think they wanted to leave it open to come back because it was one of Showtime's biggest money makers. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Michael C. Hall, you're not seeing him a whole lot of other places, yeah. right? You know, he might decide that those Dexter checks. <laughs> kind of nice. We're kind of nice. I wouldn't fault the man. I mean, hell, I, I would be. Either. I would ride so that well horse it. until it dies. Yeah. I would do. Well, yeah. I would do Dexter, the family of serial killers. Mm. Dexter and I Dexter, Dexter and son. That's right. And I thought that might have been where they were going with Zach. You know, here's yeah. my protege. Of, um, I'm going to retire because I found love, and I don't need my dark passenger anymore. Right. But here's the new Dexter. To you know, oh, that uh, and all horrible. this. But I'm glad that they didn't. Yeah. But that's where I. Kind yeah, that would have failed. Going. Yeah. So I this is this is my theory now, as far as to why Dexter is alive at the end of the damn show, which made me angry. Um, because I don't think Dexter can even kill Dexter. I think throughout the show you see Dexter always escaping death and escaping these. And no one can touch Dexter. No one can kill Dexter. And if it comes to find out, not even Dexter can kill Dexter. And he's yeah. he's almost like damned to this existence of always being disconnected from everybody and why the lumber mill yeah i don't know chat i think okay i think he was shown that he survived as this being his punishment so him dying would be him getting off too easily I think that's why they did that. I think the lumber mill thing is as far removed from his previous job where he used his intellect. Uh, it's just manual, you know, physical labor. I sure. think it's right. so far from it. Right. So is there a frozen Canadian lake <laughs> that is starting to get filled with bodies? No, no. You don't think he's killing? I don't. I think he has ruined it for himself, basically. I think he's going to kill again, and I think we're going to find out hmm. in the fall of twenty sixteen <laughs> no, of twenty fifteen. No, yeah, no, we're going to come yeah. back, and d- the the full the first hour is going to be Dexter fighting against the Dark Passenger, and the last minute. I could write the episode right now. Let's do it. Let's talk you're going to you're going to okay. So we're going to cut. It's going to be Dexter. He's going to be with these roughnecks at the lumber mill. He's going to hate them all, but there's going to be one lovable guy who he's kind of connects with a little bit, who's his Bautista. There's going to be in the town that he lives in a cute woman with a little kid who's going to remind him of what he lost 
down in Miami that he's going to have to protect somehow. She's got some kind of stalker ex or something like that that's coming in. And he's constantly fighting. You know, they'll sh- you'll have a montage of him doing things in the house that remind you of killing people like in the... <laughs> but he just keeps... To, like in I the just credits. can't do it. And then in the la- the, it will be in the last minute of the first episode, he will come upon that man, be- you know, the, the husband or boyfriend of the cute neighbor beating the kid or beating the cute neighbor and he'll kill and he will be relapsing and he'll have to start killing again. <laughs> that's it. Wow, that Pay just me happened, now. folks. Pay Ladies me now. And gents, that's it. Wow. It's, that's going to happen. It's like future spoilers. What day is it that's today? The, the, what day is it reboot. today? It is Sunday, August 31st, yeah, it's been 2014. If it happens, write it down. I don't think, I think if the writers kept with the logic of his character, he would have to kill again. There's no way that he couldn't kill again. See, I think he killed it for himself, though. I really do. I think you really have faith in the redemption of the character. I'm, I'm, well, I'm happy. Because he looks so it. happy in the last shot. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, that is the creepy ass look on his yeah. face. Well, that that's that's it. That is his uh, damnation. He has killed his own dark passenger. Um, he's found his one and only who he can never be with because he loves her too much, and he's just mm-hmm. afraid that he will kill her and his son if he gets anywhere close to him. Um, so he has nothing. He has no hobby now. He can't. Mm-hmm kill anymore because he killed it for himself so he is forced to live out the rest of his days doing this job where he doesn't get to use his intellect at all it's just physical labor and he has no driving force behind him uh, killing but i think the boredom Damn, dude, will fuel yeah i think the boredom will fuel his his desire to fill it with something but, okay let's say he does but let's say with something other than killing what hobby is cooking Dexter morgan cooking ca- you know he is a good cook yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's gonna he get makes, fat he grills a good a steak. lot of donuts i was gonna say maybe scrapbooking but yeah i see where you're going <laughs> that's that's better um Sli- blood slide yeah blood slide collecting, <laughs> blood slide collecting. <laughs> um work for a blood good. bank good i, I think he's totally maybe he'll become a vegan and, think, and a total pass I, I think that it's i think he goes back to his original nature i think he loses everything that he had all of the character growth everything mm-hmm. and he just hates relapse maybe he just starts because he learned to love but he's going to go back to hating because he's going to be with these meatheads every day he hates his life he does this and he's going to be like fuck it i'm just going to find somebody he's going to do it by the code of harry well see i was just getting ready to say maybe he chucks the code out the window you know i thought that would have been interesting for the last season i just decided he 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 was just going to fill his well he did make a few kills throughout the, the later seasons that yeah, didn't fit the code. He, yeah. he, he that, played in the with bathroom. That. Yeah. One of the, I think, worst moments was when he started to um, see his brother instead of Harry, and he started to do these real yeah. things. Oh, yeah, I did not. Like you know, that. and he was yeah. shooting the gun out the window on yeah. his road trip and, yeah. and doing that girl in the convenience store and stuff. I, I think Ghost Harry, too. They... they got as much mileage i mean by season seven yeah i mean that actor god bless him i mean they stretched his face tighter than just about (laughs) anything i mean he looked like he was a wax figure yeah i i I mean i love the show but i think if i could change it if i had total control over i would have dropped harry's character Oh, absolutely. After, after the second season. After the second, I mean, it would have been very easy to have done. Just I mean, especially in a show where you have narration anyway. Yeah, he's, you yeah. hear his inner monologue. I don't think yeah. he adds much to it. No, and that's one gripe from people was in the last episode when he does say goodbye to Harry. It was just so, uh, here it is, it's gone, it's over. It wasn't enough time spent on it. It just seemed to kind of be thrown away. Yeah, That was some people's... And I didn't really have much of a problem with it but yeah i do think harry's ghost stuck around way too long yeah. And, yeah. and now he probably has deb's ghost Past his oh that'd be him. great god that's a whole family oh. um so who's the worst character in the history of dexter worst the, you just worst were meaning. like it just graded you okay. the logic of it was not whatever somebody mm. that you just loved hated loved the hate whatever mine was quinn yeah. i thought he he served an interesting purpose initially, mm-hmm. and then when every time he was in that stupid club with that Russian whore, <laughs> I was Stripper, like, this on. is so fucking stupid. 
<laughs> and that he's and he's you know he's banging Angel's sister or niece or whatever the hell she is, and he's still pining for Deb. No, I'm sorry. There is nothing in the Deb package that is you know it's not all about looks, right? But it's not like Deb was bringing a lot of emotional stability to, that he needed to the table, whereas right. whatever her you know face was, mm-hmm. he just he sucked. I we could have lived oh, without. Also, Quinn. did the actor have some sort of like drug problem or because he lost so much weight? Yeah, he gained it oh, and then he lost a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably did. I mean, he's <laughs> where? Where did no? They shot in California, not Miami. Yeah, huh? That always concerned me. Um, uh, initially, Deborah Morgan. Oh, annoyed, she was bad. Annoyed the hell out of me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I can't say anything more. I, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I would actually say La Greta. Oh, she was terrible. Yeah, she just annoyed me. She died like six seasons too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and not in a bloody enough way. Right. <laughs> you know, my passion, my passion, my passion. <laughs> that as, uh, the, as the blood is slowly being drained from her. <laughs> my passion is going. <laughs> oh, we're horrible people. I think that's when the stories. When you get to those later seasons, I think the story, uh, the writers get a little sloppy. Oh, uh, yeah. Because there's so many things that in that, I'm just now remembering that, about her being killed and everything that happens there. It's just really sloppy because they don't really wrap things up very well, I don't think. No, they don't. And explain it. Um, and I think those are common kind of quibbles that people had. That's the beauty of ending a season with something like the death of LaGuerta is you come back. The next season, time has passed, and you don't have to... You hope your audience is forgotten. Well, you don't have to, like... Yeah, the characters don't have to dwell on all these questions. You know, it's like, oh, well, that that happened. Wrapped up. Yeah. We're done here. too easy. Yeah, so that's the Oh, and then there's there's one character that I didn't think I was going to like who... um, Masuka. Who I ended up liking. Uh, Masuka was... Oh, well, or Masuka's niece, daughter, whatever she was. Daughter. Yeah, from Friday Night Lights. Um. The Russian mobster, the the head Russian mobster who Dexter worked with in like season seven. Right. He's played by a, an English actor, and he was really good. I liked him. I ended up liking him. I, and I was like, oh, God, this character's going to suck. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a cliche. But he ended up being, being pretty good. Yeah, that was a very interesting choice, uh, revealing him to be gay. And yeah. it was his lover who Dexter had killed, and that's why he had this big vendetta. And Yeah, right. that, that was really a little interesting arc yeah. late. And they seemed to end up respecting each other um yeah throughout the end. i mean they both wanted to still kill each other but they respected each other as you do you know yeah you know the funny thing when i was in uh guatemala i had only i didn't realize it. i was not thinking but i did not download any of my stuff from the from the cloud uh but i had three you gotta watch that cloud man three episodes three episodes uh and you know what they were? They were like the last three episodes in the last season of Dexter. Oh wow! That's all I had That's for heavy entertainment. Stuff. That's heavy That's stuff. That's only. Did you uh, start looking English for Hannah McKay speaking, after you finished it? Yeah, I just watched the same three episodes again, and again, and again. Wow, <laughs> Matt, put that knife away, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah, it was, it was a long summer. Mm-hmm. 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 Um. Okay, I've, I've I have some trivia pulled up here on the old INDB. I want to ask you guys to make a guess. How many times do you think Deborah Morgan dropped the f bomb oh. in the entire eight seasons? Oh, in the entire eight seasons, you know her mouth kind of cleaned up and two hundred cleaned up. When did it ever clean up? I think around the time Harrison was born, she yeah. made an effort. She made an effort. She did make it an effort a, yeah. for maybe an episode, just like she quit smoking I'm, like after the first episode. Two hundred. Two hundred. Oh, uh, I'm going to go with 400. 400. Okay, you guys are both way under. 996 times. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what the fuck? How many times do we hey. have to... Wow. Hey, now. That this is isn't Dexter. Sorry. This is popular for How many fucks Sorry. per minute is that? Well, let's... so how many... How many, how many... That's more math than I can do. Okay, how many 12, episodes? There were 96 hours 90, 90, yeah, times 90. 60... Well, a little bit less than that because they're normally around 55 minutes. But just for the math, let's yeah. call it 96 hours. 996 times. That's a fucking episode. Hmm. Yeah. 
Or is it 10 fucks an no, episode? No, it's more than that. Yeah, it's 10 fucks an episode. There you go. 10 fucks an episode. <laughs> Holy f- And then... That's wow. more fuck than I've ever had. Jeez. Wow. That is that is a lot of Fs. Yes. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> We're back, pop fans. We're back, <laughs> and we're back. So let's hit us with another trivia bomb. Okay, um, drop it in our ear balls. Yes, into our mind grapes. <laughs> mind grapes. Squish it. Um, Rita, the Julie Benz. I like uh, how you who, did that. Mm. I didn't do that. Yeah, you did. I did not do no, that. No, you did. Chad made a very obvious bo- universal symbol for boobs when he said Rita. I did one hand. She's so beautiful. Anyway. <laughs> Julie <laughs> Julie Benz, who played Rita, originally auditioned for the role of Deborah Morgan. Really? Yeah. She would have been better as Deb. Who did? Rita. Rita. Yeah. For that. For Deborah. She'd have been a better Deb. During season eight, Angel Batista wasn't always played by David Z- Zayas? Zayas? Anyway, his son, David Jr., Stands in for his father in some shots as the two look remarkably alike. Wow, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Oh, okay. Here's here's another guess for you. Here, how many people, according to the Dexter wiki, how many people did Dexter kill throughout just throughout the run? Eight seasons. Yep. Fifty. Okay, fifty. I'm gonna go with somewhere around two hundred. 200, okay. Uh, closest without going over would be Greg. 117 people, according to the Dexter Wiki. Wow, I way went wow. under. He had 45 blood slides in his first box, and it was destroyed, and he now has about 43 in his new box, plus 20 or so people that he didn't collect blood slides from, of course, after the Some tableau season. Tableau. Tableau. Ta- what, what's the next tableau? Tableau. 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 They said that a lot. Tableau. The tableau. What is the next tableau? Let's just sit around and wait for some <laughs> maniac yeah. to murder eight people to create a human diorama of misery. It's called Tableau. 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 <laughs> tableau. So, of course, this is widely known, but Michael C. Hall and Jennifer Carpenter uh, were married. Mm-hmm. They got married in 2008 and then mm-hmm. divorced uh, in 2010, but continued to work together in the show. That's How awkward. awkward had that have to be? Mm-hmm. So, season one was heavily based on the novel called Darkly Dreaming Dexter. The following seasons were vaguely referenced to the sequels of the novel. So, there you go. A lot of alliteration in the novels, from what I understand. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Darkly Dreaming Dexter. Darkly Dreaming Dexter. Right. Dexter's Dexter's the dark defender. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ranked number 30 on Empire Magazine's 50 Greatest TV Shows of All Time. Really? In 2008. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was before it started to suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, oh, Michael C. Hall accidentally crashed the slice of life into a pier d- uh, during f- filming, causing $8,000 worth of damages to the boat. He didn't have to pay for the damages. <laughs> no. He's an executive producer. Yeah. Come on. Hey, come on. They also had like 80 executive producers by the end of that show. Because what, I mean, as a show goes on, oh, you know, yeah. after a certain amount of, yeah. you, you get an executive producer credit. And I can remember just, it would be like five minutes listing EPs. Right. Well, they had a, a really long intro. I would always fast forward to that intro. Yeah. Jeez. We always watched it to get in the mood. <laughs> wow. You to do. Kill. You really do. Like that first episode that you're going to sit down and watch, you got to sit through the entire Now, I watched, thing. I, I always do this. When it's the last episode of the series, I'll watch the uh the intro yeah but usually i'm fast forwarding um oh speaking of deborah's cussing her explicitives uh the character of deborah uses more explicitives in any given episode than all of her male colleagues combined take that inequality <laughs> right that's exactly right right women are moving on up mm-hmm. um hmm. though she was kind of portrayed as a captive of her own emotions, incapable of getting out of her own way because she feels so hard. Yeah. Is that the contrast between Dexter Dexter and Deborah? Is you have the one character on the one hand who is so just driven by emotion and the one that is just so emotionally dead. I think in the beginning it was and then it kind of drifted off a little bit. Okay. 
because even they kind of showed her they kind of portrayed her as a little emotionally dead towards the end too right after all the trauma that had happened and when she found out dexter was emotionally dead yeah that's always a not that's a rough day when you walk into yeah when you walk into a cathedral and you see your 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 adopted brother <laughs> stabbing someone in the heart with a giant knife that's rough and then you help and him it, burn down the place mm. god we've all been there <laughs> i mean if i had a nickel yeah, yeah. oh man <clears throat> did anyone notice uh probably not but the brand of dexter's camera uh switched in the last episode or no. not at, uh, last season, I'm sorry. No. He always had a Nikon strap, uh, or Nikon if you're British. And British. in the last season, it was Olympus. Wow. So I don't know if they kicked him some money. It's like, hey, why don't you wear an Olympus camera instead? I guess they've uh, cornered the serial killer um, market. Yeah. yeah. Market. I suppose that's a, a shrinking market. I, yeah. I think they're just getting better. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Okay. They're, they're healing inside. This is interesting. Um, so the names Dexter Morgan and Deborah Morgan refer to the two laws of De Morgan. <laughs> D E Morgan, De Morgan. Valid rules of inference. Um, so the laws are. <laughs> I can't believe I'm reading this. This is going to be very confusing. Not A and B is the same as not A or not B, and not. A or B is the same as not A and not B. They describe, oh, right, right. I get it. They now. describe their mentality towards the existence of each other. Neither neither Deborah nor Dexter can live without the other. Right. Both characters express this several times throughout the series. Yeah. Yeah. De Morgan. I see it. Symbiotic relationship for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So, uh, there you go. so the whole. Deborah being in love with uh, Dexter. Yeah, it's messed up. Oh, that was messed up. It w- it was, but they didn't really follow up on it, did they? I think they realized how they, dumb it they, was. I think maybe they pushed the line too far, and people were like, you know what, we're not ready for that. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> we're ready for a serial killer. You know, but yeah, for a serial killer, as good as this. I mean, <laughs> there's only so much we can yeah. handle. For we us. have standards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just stick to killing no, people. If it was just a show about. Uh, a sister who fell in love with her adopted adopted brother. Then yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's do that. Yeah, but yeah, laugh right. Serial killer too. It's just not. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, final thoughts on the last episode. What what did you what did you really have a problem with? Was it the not keeping him dead, showing him alive? I mean, what everything, everything, everything leading up to it. So you hated, that you hated the it. last episode. I hated the last episode. I hated the last season. How would you have done um, it differently? I would have ended it. I would have ended the series when he finds Rita in the tub. Wow. That's it. Wow. Last scene. I think that would have been perfect because it would have complete. It would have. Every chicken would have come home to roost. You didn't have to build it up, but you would. Dexter is there in the room with the physical results of what he did. And mm-hmm. then whatever reaction he had there yeah. is what you're left with. And then it's done. And for a series that dark, I think that would have been, that's actually not that bad. Been a good way. That would have been the, basically the breaking bad approach. Yeah. And I they would have lost a lot of money that yeah, they made they in yeah, later they seasons, which would have made it hard. I mean, it's tragic, but it's great. The breaking bad ended, you know, so if five. they could have, if they could have, you know, gone back and written it such that you know they might have put some of the, some of the good season six and on material in between when re- and then you know that but that last scene, here he is, everything that he's ever done to try and get him away from that place where he was sitting in that bloody shipping yeah. container. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The result of what he has done has done the same thing to his son, and right. it has left him, left her, yeah. him motherless too. Now I can't remember that season very well, but why did he not kill John Lithgow initially? He had a chance. He wanted to, to because learn. He from was him. learning from him because he had right. adjusted to That's having right. a family and to negotiating life in those. So he could have, which he didn't know. Could have killed do. him. He yeah, could have. Yeah. And I agree. I totally agree. the The show took a shift, a huge shift, when Rita died. Um, that's what that just everything just kind of changed after that. It would have rounded off nicely to just end the show at that moment. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that's about how much story, you know, out of a series like this, that's about how much story you get out of it. Yeah. What's four or five seasons worth? What season did she die? Four, I think. Four? Four? Yeah. Okay. Four or five. Um, As far as the last episode goes, yeah, um, I'm not a fan. I'm not going to say hate it. I I, I like the theory of uh, Dexter having to suffer like his continuing existence is part of a punishment of some sort. I kind of like that idea. I think that fits in with kind of this divine element that's kind of been worked out throughout the show. And, and maybe it's, it's just all too subtle. I don't know. Um, but initially I was pissed. I, I thought, come on, just kill the guy. Let's just, yeah. let's just end it. Let's bring some sort of finality to this whole. Well, and there's another series show. that kind of does that a lot better. They yeah. kind of, somebody has to live with the consequences of what they've done every yeah. day in this boring existence. And, uh, you know, it kind of had been done. Right. Hmm. I don't want to say which one, cause I want you guys to watch it at one point. <laughs> so wait, it's not Breaking Bad? Cause that's really the only other show that we talk about on this show. Okay. There are other shows other than Breaking Bad. I don't believe Jack. you. No. La 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 <laughs> la 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 la. <laughs> Can't hear you. Game of um, Thrones. No. <laughs> sometime, sometime I'll get. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it was season four. She yep. she dies at the end of season four. So maybe push that to season five. And yeah, yeah, I'm bo- I'm on board. I'm on I'm on the trolley. Uh, but what that would have prevented was his full arc of becoming the normal person who wanted um what's her face blonde girl hannah mccabe thank you (laughs) hannah um so i mean i'd have been okay with that yeah probably probably so probably so um but i think it's what what i did like from the last episode was or I think it's actually the second to last episode, was his realization that he didn't enjoy killing anymore, that he didn't have his dark passenger anymore, is what ended up killing Deborah. Yeah. So if he had just stayed the perfect killer, he would have had it all. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. You know? If, if he Yeah, thank you. Um, if he had just killed... Uh, what was that cat's name? Uh, the brain surgeon? The brain surgeon. I can't remember. Whatever. If he'd killed the Brian. brain surgeon. No, not Brian. Scott? Scott? Billy? Jordan. Oh, and then remember the, the, the psychiatrist that was gonna, that created Vogel? him? Yeah, yeah. Vogel. Yeah, Vogel. Vogel. Yeah, yeah. It was his, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. going to be great. And then mm-hmm. they screwed that one up too. Yeah. Right. Because that was, I thought that was really. I thought that was really cool, this yeah, idea was... that he had a, but then I think they kind of messed with it. Yeah. At, at first it seems kind of forced. Like, oh, you know this whole code that we've been talking about for seven seasons? Well, yeah. I, w- I was really the one who did it. It seemed a little forced. But then, yeah, it actually got really interesting. And at times, I thought she was the brain surgeon. and Yeah. But then, it, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the one thing I did like was if he had just stayed this perfect killer, he, he would have had a happy life. Yeah. But it was his growth that ended up killing what led to Deborah dying and... Uh, his son growing up now without a father now and all this jazz. So that was, you know, but yeah. So of uh, Dexter's love interest, which is the hottest Hannah McKay. I'm going to go with Hannah McKay. Seton. Oh, come on now. Rita. No, I've said it like a million times. I mean, she's, she's, she's she's really hot. She's no lumen, it's, but it's she's hot. Lumen. And it, and it's and it's her face. It's I, I mean I mean the woman's got a great body and and she seems like she's very intelligent. I'm not going to objectify her that much, but I'm just saying. Oh, I'll objectify her completely. She got those boob jobs. Yeah, the, the boob job that makes me kind of sad. I don't, she I don't was like a little annoying. She was annoying. Let's Come face on. it, she deserved to die. <laughs> she deserved to be in that tub. <laughs> Let's John Lithgow. Oh, I had friends who it. I had friends who were knee deep in that show loved that show they got to that episode and they never watched it again because it was just too intense for yeah. them they got they got to that, that and they said i can't handle see, it. see i knew it happened before i saw it oh yeah. don't ever oh stephanie can't listen to it. we can't post this episode what yeah stephanie doesn't know that i knew before we watched oh it she doesn't listen to this you know she doesn't listen to the I podcast she doesn't. okay um baby I, i'm sorry i love you 
I, I did. I'm gonna end up dead in a tub. Probably. Yeah. Well, I don't know who did it. At least. Yeah. Well, true. Stephanie would be the perfect killer because she watches all those shows, yeah, man. She would. She's just studying. She's, she's, she's studying and taking she notes. See justice. You thing. know, she told me she she got this is sorry this is a digression. Uh, the lovely Stephanie Haskett, my girlfriend, as you all know, pop fans. Uh, she took a CPR class. And I said, "What did you, you know? Why'd you take that?" And she said, "Well, just in case I change my mind halfway through." Darkly dreaming, Stephanie. No, she was kidding. <laughs> she wouldn't change her mind. No, she wouldn't change her mind. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, that Anywho. got dark. Yeah, Darkly, that was really dark. Darkly dreaming. Yeah. Um. Okay, in the pantheon of shows in this world that you have seen. All the episodes of that have finished is the um, prerequisite here. I hate not finishing. Oh, wait a minute. Matt Seaton, ladies and gentlemen. He's here all week. Actually, he's not. That's in the gutter. <laughs> where, where, so shows oh. that have finished their run, where do you place Dexter, um, like number wise? If Does it fit into your top 10? I mean, can you assign a number to it? Where uh, does it fall? I think it's on a lower tier than uh, than like you know Breaking Bad, Sopranos. Um, I think it's probably on a tier with like Game of Thrones. You know, see, Game of Thrones hasn't finished yet, though. Yeah, it hasn't finished. You're right. Um, I don't know. It's on tier two. Tier it's a two good show. Yeah, but it's not a. It's not the one of the top ones. I don't think. Gotcha. Be good. I mean, I think if it had ended earlier, it would have could have mm-hmm. been. But very good, Seton. Yeah, that's just a great question. Um... Are we doing a, this on a ranking system? You can. You can, can. You can tier it like Greg did, or you can top ten it. Or so many top tiers. The tier, so. the tier system is interesting. It's complex. You can do a trailer simple, tiers. It's you just can, wonderful. Let's not do the trailer tiers. <laughs> oh, Sorry, we played. No, we played, let's uh, cut that one out. <laughs> we played game gar, uh, cards against humanity last night, so we're all still kind of in a a bad place. We're recovering. We're, we're recovering. terrible people. Yeah, we're trying to convince ourselves that we're otherwise. Right. Um. I would, I mean, I would put it on the the lower end of the spectrum. I really would. Uh, I, you know, I can't even count. I don't know how many shows I've actually seen from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I could, I'd put this on the bottom spectrum. I'm going to put it probably on the bottom top ten. But still in a top ten. Uh, bottom ten. Oh, a bottom ten. The bottom. Really? 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And, it, and a lot of it revolves around dragging the show out for too long, and then. I mean, don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed the show, but I just didn't like how they wrapped it up. And it just yeah. killed it for me. Hmm. So it's kind of the way when they wrapped up Batman. You got to wrap it up right. Christopher Nolan. I just did not. Interesting. If you're mm. going to finish. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I would put it... Uh, I'm going to have to use Greg's terminology and put it in a tier two level. I mean, I did enjoy it, um, but it's not of Breaking Bad caliber, which just for a litmus test is the best show yeah, on television. Uh, what is this Breaking Bad that you speak of? <laughs> you oh, shut up. have you and not? now for episode two? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Doing a podcast as Seton watches every episode of Breaking Bad. No, you've seen all Breaking Bad. Yeah, I have. I definitely yeah. have. Yeah. Um, you had, know, I had to. If I Breaking to Bad, which recently in any sort of conversation, recently True. won an Emmy. Yeah. yeah, as did Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. As did Modern Fucking Family again. I hate that show. Do you show. not like that? I like it. I like the It's not thing. an Emmy show five years in a row. No. Well, no, no. Veep is funnier. There's, Silicon Valley's yeah, funnier. Yeah, I agree. There's there's better, but I enjoy the show. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. We should do our own award show. We should. we should. Oh, that's it. The Pop Fan Awards. The Pop. Oh, there it is. I like it. Oh, and then we can get some of the actors to come here and visit. Yeah, exactly. let's do that. We've got some local ones. You know, we'd have to do some movie categories so we could get Jennifer Lawrence here, um, and then whatever his face who plays. The, Wait, Jennifer the other... Lawrence was here. Well, she's from Louisville. She's from Louisville. Ah, yeah. So we'll get we'll happen. get Jennifer Lawrence in here. Josh um, Hutchinson. Um, we'll get Dave DeBooker. Yeah, I bet Dave knows. Well, her. well you already got one celebrity, Matt Seaton, in the house. So right, that's right, true. Right, and you know it's kind of like a. You know, cat up, you know, cascading effect. It is. It really is. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon and all that. Yeah. You know, once you get one celebrity, it's just they are all in. You know, they all want to come. They're all in deep. Yep. So, folks, I think that will wrap up uh, this one here. This has been Dexter. 
what we've been talking about here. A good show, but yeah, I feel like it probably could have wrapped up earlier. But when when you're an actor and you have a job, it's it's or you're a producer who's giving actors a job, it's hard to say, hey, we're going to wrap this up for the integrity of the story. Keep getting them checks. And not keep Good paying point. Good point. hundreds of yep. people, yep. you know. You know we, we saw it with Scrubs going to season nine. Uh, Scrubs go. version two, oh, because, God. you know... Um, Lawrence was people saying, how, how could I not employ a hundred of my close friends when I had the chance to come on? And you can't really blame him for that. No. But but I do. But we still do. Um, yeah, so there you go. Any uh, finishing thoughts here or anything uh, left unsaid? I think we did it. I think we did I it. I think we killed this one. We did. We stuck a knife in its heart. We did. We cut it up in pieces and we we wrapped it in saran wrap and we drained it of all its blood. <laughs> Let's put this on the blood slide and call it good. I like it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Hey, no problem. Hey, anytime. You got to call in sometime. I can. I, I can do that. Because uh, we can do that. We yeah, have that technology. We have that technology. We, we have, have the gentlemen. We can rebuild it. We can. Um, yes. Yes. Wonderful. All right. Well, like I always say, uh, pop fan is basically pop culture 101 and with that in mind let me say class is dismissed this has been a production of the 21 network for more great podcasts visit 21network.com to view additional content subscribe to our youtube channel at youtube.com 21 network Follow us on Twitter at 21Network for the latest news and updates. The 21 Network, for the fan and all of us.